and good day to everyone. This is Susan Bauer, and we have an exciting podcast episode today. This is in our series on chemicals of concern, and this actually is the third time that we will be hearing from Senior Executive Sales Leader Jody Odell Zimmerman, who is so passionate about this topic and has just an amazing amount of background and education and a way of sharing this that I think resonates with everyone. So um, if you hadn't checked out the last, last month, we did one that was really focused on mechanical versus chemical cleaning. So now we're going to take a step forward. And this episode is really all about looking at some chemicals more in depth and the side effects um, that of those in the home as well as tying in, how does the Safe Haven 5 set really um, produce the answer to a lot of the problems that we find with these chemicals in your home? Does that about sum it up, Jody? Yes. Okay. Sure. So um, I think that let's Let's start um, because I know that you, this is, you're passionate about sharing body burden and, um, and the chemicals that really attribute to the body burden we have. So um, where, where do you want to start with that discussion? Well, one of the biggest things that a lot of you've been questioning me on is, you know, I've told you how I start the beginning of my show, um, but I did leave out one very important thing when we're talking about pesticides and plastics in my last podcast, which was that I do at the beginning of every show go over just how conscious Norwex is about our with our recycling program and the fact that we produce things that we have an end game for. So at the start of every show along with mechanical versus chemical cleaning and those types of things that we discussed in the last podcast, I also add in about our microfiber recycling program. And I think that's something that we should all be sharing, um, especially after we are learning more and more about these macro and microplastics that are ending up um, being a huge concern today. And so um, we are really diligent to not only care about our home environment, but also the environment as a whole. And that dual mission is just extremely important to share. And I'm finding that so many people out in the field, you know, when we go into homes, they're not realizing that we have that program and it's exceptional. So then after I talk about those things, you know, the mechanical versus chemical, the, the different things that we have that set us apart, and then our microfiber recycling program, I break into the why, which is that body burden. And again, I think we need to just reiterate that when we talk about body burden, we are talking about the total and measurable amount of toxic chemicals and pollutants that accumulate in the body of a person since birth. And of course, today we know uh, through tons of scientific study that actually our chemical load in our body begins even before conception. And that is a very big thing. And so what I mean is, is that today we know that when we're pregnant and we are carrying a daughter, we are also carrying our grandchildren and that her eggs and all the eggs that she are, is ever going to have are, are in your body currently. And so we're living in a time where we really have to think forward several generations because we, are actually becoming polluted while in utero. It's really interesting. So um, that's a that's a concept that I've been been studying a lot recently, Susan. 
I think that that's, that's so interesting because, you know, you think of your DNA makeup and you know that you, you know, maybe your grandfather and maybe your, you know, parents had heart disease, you know, but you don't think that you also have this, you know, chemical makeup that is carried from generation to generation. Yes. Um, and I just want to go back because I love that you talk about our recycling program because we know that uh, we have a lot of our products um, are recycled and that we really go to great extents to, um, you know, to support using recycled materials. But I don't think that we really called it a program before. Yes. Well, I feel like when we know that we produce fiber that has all this fabulous warranty, one of the biggest things that I like to make sure that people know is that, you know, a lot of us, when we go to Texas for conference, we're bringing fiber back that's old or that has holes in it or that has reached its limit that normally would end up in a landfill. And we are actually bringing that back. And we know that renewable resource can be produced out of that product. And so I think that's a game changer for our customer base to understand that that's how wholeheartedly that we are into what we do. And, um, it's, it's people are always in awe when I talk about that because they don't ever think about stopping before they toss. And that's a super important concept in the day we live in. Stop before you toss. Yeah. Think about what, think about where you could actually be um, sending that product so that we aren't sending it to a landfill. That's a great point. So let's move on. Cause I know we have quite a bit to cover. So, um, all right. So we, we, we know that you introduced body burden, but there really are three ways that we know chemicals are taken in. And, and I know that that's something too that you cover. And I love the way you explain that. Can you just share that with our listeners? Yes. And so the three most common ways chemical is taken in is through inhaling, eating, and absorption through the skin. And when chemicals are sprayed, um, and the way I always describe this is, you know, when you're sick, we like to put a mist in the air or vapor in the air because we know that it opens up the lungs and that we take more in and that it moisturizes the air. What we often don't think about is that when we spray a chemical, we take that chemical in three different ways. Um, we're inhaling it, we're absorb absorbing it, um, and we're also eating it because it's now in the form of a mist. And so um, what I always tell everyone is make sure what you're putting down in the home is something that you would want to be doing those things with. So um, when we talk about um, how fast chemicals are absorbed through the skin, it is extremely rapid. Those numbers vary depending on who you're talking to, but I will tell you that most recently um, I have read that it's faster than we have all heard that the entire body and the entire bloodstream is affected by things that we absorb through the skin. Um, and so with us spending more and more time in homes that are built tighter and tighter and more and more time in our businesses that are built tighter and tighter and more efficient, we now more than ever find ourselves heating and cooling every chemical that we lay down in the home over or in the business over and over and over again. And another place that I touch on is the vehicle. 
because you're heating and cooling your vehicle. It's a confined area. That's somewhere where Safe Haven 5 is absolutely genius. And coming into spring, people are going to want to clean their cars and get out of this, uh, this, this winter funk that we are all in. And I will tell you that the best way to do it is get your EnviroCloth, your window cloth, and your dust mitt out there and go after that car. But really, they're out of the home and car business that we're really spraying. Um, now, oftentimes, the other thing is that people don't realize that what is in these sprays or what these sprays are is that they are classified as pesticides. Now, there is a long list of things that classifies something as a pesticide, but the three most common that we hear all the time would be disinfect, sterilize, or sanitize. And I always like to say the reason that we don't mention those words with Safe Haven 5 is because we are not killing anything. Um, we are removing. And so we don't want to be in that classification of things that kill like pesticides do. Um, cleaners that play the rule in the home of a pesticide. So anything that says kills on it um, is not, it's, its rule is not to actually remove anything. We all like to think that when we put those cleaners down, we're removing things, but that's not their job. And they don't say that it's their job. They actually kill on the surface with time and concentration. And so many of these cleaners have added health risks as well because they contain components that we don't often think about, Susan. So that, that is so interesting. So Jody, what are the things in those cleaners that we don't think about? Well, one of the biggest things that I've been researching lately is this, this thing called VOC. It's volatile organic compound. And um, this is something where uh, you get an off-gassing from the product. So when you lay a product down, it off-gasses VOC, volatile organic compound. And that can be found in so many household products, but it really is found heavily in aerosol products, um, including health and beauty and, and all your cleaning products that, that can be aerosol or otherwise. Um, air fresheners, detergents, dish liquids, dry cleaning, chemicals, rug and upholstery cleaners. Um, here's something that people don't think about is furniture polish, um, floor cleaners, floor polishes, um, oven cleaners. And so it's those things we put down the home that have an off-gassing effect. And I'm sure many of us have in our past before we found Norwex experienced those off-gasses. And um, some of them, some of, them um, of course, you're not even realizing are entering your airway, um, but they are and how toxic that they really are. And so again, this is a situation where our EnviroCloth alone, just alone out of that Safe Haven 5 is reducing so many of those, those um, off-gassing products. Wow, that was quite a list too. And I know that that wasn't even a complete list, but when you think about all of those different categories, because you know there's a lot of products within each of those categories, that's pretty amazing to think about. And, you know, I, I do think that we're hearing more and more about VOCs um, just in kind of in every day, not necessarily, you know, just I think probably five years ago, if you said VOC, so many people would be like, what, you know, what is that? But today, I think there's just more of a recognition that some of those things do have off gases and are harmful. But um, what are other types of chemicals besides those that also attribute to body burden, Jody? 
Okay, well, the two next um, things that we're going to talk about, because I did talk about plastics and pesticides, and so when you hear the title of this podcast, you may think to yourself, well, she's thinking about our cartons or our containers that chemicals come in, and certainly Norwex reduces those things. I mean, drastically reduces them. However, what we may not be thinking about is plasticizers in our actual product that we're using. And um, this is a very, very big deal because these plasticizers do a lot of hormone disruption, primarily with our endocrine system. And um, I like you to know that I, we talk about endocrine disruption a lot and we talk about um, hormone disruption a lot, but what a lot of us do not realize is that our endocrine system is big. And so we have endocrine system in our brain. We have endocrine system in our stomach. We have endocrine system above our kidneys in the form of adrenal glands. And then of course our reproductive um, organs are part of our endocrine system. And so when you talk about endocrine disruption, you are really having a full body effect. And one of these plasticizers that we often talk about, however, we realize that there's been a lot of strides to remove is in this thing called BPA, bisphenol A. And bisphenol A hardens plastics, whereas its sister, Thaley, keeps plastic flexible. Now, both of these have a bad effect on the body hormone load in that they imitate body hormone. And so when we take them in, they actually mess with the way our natural hormone works. Um, and some of the places that BPA is still found that we don't even think about is in thermal paper, in um, linings of cans, and uh, even your, your movie theater tickets a lot of times, anything that's printed that's done thermally, um, not the old school way of actually imprinting a paper because what makes that image is BPA and they haven't replaced it in many of the products. And so what we find is, is that through use of chemical on the hands in the form of even hand sanitizer, you're increasing your absorption of BPA. This is a well-known fact. Um, and so those absorptions into the skin um, are, are readily there and available. And what it does is then it gets in your body and it imitates those, those hormones, often estrogen. Now, phthalates, that sister plastic, um, that's an estrogen mimicker as well. Um, and, and phthalates are a group of chemicals that make plastics harder to break. But one of the biggest place that we, places that we find phthalates are in solvents. So solvents are your dissolving agents or your cleaners. Um, they're also found in uh, detergents and they're found in our personal care products like you would not believe, soaps and shampoos and hairsprays and nail polishes and really things that carry fake fragrance with them can be found to have phthalate often because phthalate is that microplastic that makes those fake fragrances last longer. And so we know that women have much higher levels of phthalate in their body because 
we use so many products. And so on average, you know, we're using much more product than a man would or even that children would. Um, and so we're finding that in our soaps, our body washes, our shampoos, our cosmetics. And then, of course, we also have the element of it being in so many solvents. So all these cleaners that we're putting down in the home. And you might be surprised to know that they even find very high level of phthalates, phthalates in dusting sprays. Um, and so I find that very interesting because that's something you wouldn't think of, but, but it's found in those. And so we've got to look for those plastics as well. And so I always say we get rid of the tangible plastics and we get rid of those on-scene plastics when we turn to, you know, the Norwex way and Norwex our home. Well, and we know that, um, as you said, those, um, those plastics that are imitating or mimicking estrogen, I mean you know, our body produces what it needs. So those right. higher levels are, you know, really cause some serious um, health risks, especially for, for women who are taking in more. That's so correct. It's, it's just um, it's kind of a compound effect. So, um, all right. So let's talk about the Safe Haven 5 for, okay. um, for just a little bit, because you've, you've talked about a little bit here and there, like, we know our products, um, you know, are the answer or the solution to avoiding or not using some of these chemicals, but specifically the Safe Haven 5 in relation to uh, what we're talking about today, Jody. Okay, so your EnviroCloth um, is, of course, cleaning everything off of a surface without needing your sprays and wipes, and we all know those big brand wipes that we've become accustomed to using. But um, there is a measurable effect in air quality in the home with VOC load with one wipe use. And if you look at just removing those from the home with EnviroCloth, what a change. So EnviroCloth is your everything go-to cloth. You're, you're going across surfaces. You're cleaning things without laying a lot of this down. So you're not only including those those less tangible plastics like, you know, our plasticizers and things like that, but you're also reducing plastic load that you're bringing in the home that carries these products. Now, your window cloth, what's interesting about the window cloth is that we all want a polished surface, but often our polishes are carrying a load that we cannot imagine. And so now to be able to polish a surface the way we can with a, a window cloth, whether it be a window or stainless or any of those things we're using it on, that's huge, especially in an area like a car where we want to have gorgeous car windows, but we don't want to be trapped in a car where we've laid down a lot of chemical that then's recirculating through our air. Then we've got the dust mitt, and we've talked about this heavily before, but I think that it bodes a little bit more discussion, which is that dust carries toxin. And so it does it in a lot of ways, but what we really can do with the dust mitt is pick it up, grab it, remove it from the home, not push it around, and also not spray anything to remove it, and so or to just bind it, basically. Um, and so the dust mitt is, is fantastic for not only, again, removing those plasticizers 
Um, and also removing those pesticides because often now we have dual, uh, dual furniture care, which is that, you know, we're killing things at the same time we're dusting. And so um, we don't need to do that. We can actually remove all those carrier ships of toxin like we talked about before um, with, those, with that dust mitt that actually grabs it, picks it up, takes it outside the home uh, where we can remove it. Um, and so that's those. Now, if you need an ex a little extra elbow grease, we've got that cleaning paste. And one thing that you can rely on with that cleaning paste is that it has no BPA or phthalate in it. Um, and so you're using something that you're not taking anything in that's going to be hormone disrupting. And then, of course, last but not least, and, and this is, I'm a huge fan of the laundry detergent for so many reasons, but something that I always like to say, I like to feed you a little bit, but I like you to feed yourself a little bit. And so I'd like you guys to research how long um, a lot of our traditional detergents are lasting in waterways and can be found there. And then as Amy Kador and a few other people have discussed with our detergents, the biodegradability and, you know, of course, with our liquid um, laundry detergent, we have that seal that is amazing and hard to get, um, speaking to its environmental load. And so I'm, I'm just so excited about Safe Haven 5. I think we can really introduce the nation to a whole different way of life and reduce plastics that are seen and plastics that are on scene at the same time while reducing pesticide load in the home. Wow. Thank you, Jody. That, that was amazing. I just, I, I love doing these podcasts with you because I always learn and I know that our listeners are feeling the exact same way. So appreciate your sharing your knowledge and taking the time to share this with everyone. Well, thank you for having me. You're welcome. And as always, we leave with some kind of an action item. So as Jody said, um, here's a little homework. Go out and find out how long does traditional laundry detergent last in our waterways? And what is the impact on being bio biodegradable? Um, and what does that do for our waterways? Um, so I love that that's a little homework for them. I'll also say that you're learning a wealth of information. And I know as consultants, you're like a sponge and you just want to take all of this in. But when you go out to your parties, you want to take just a couple of those sound bites that really resonated with you from what jo Jody shared and, and share that at your parties. Because we know that you're going out, you're sharing the Safe Haven Five and educating your customers and helping everyone to learn how to um, really improve the quality and the health of their home and, and, uh, and the environment and their car. Um, I, I just started thinking about my car because it's finally warming up here in New England. And so, um, so I think that's a great thing if you're also just finally coming out from this Arctic freeze that we've had all over the country. Um, to talk about your cars and, um, you know, and what you can do in your cars, certainly at this time of year. So I want to thank you all for being with us today and have a wonderful day. And until next time. Bye.